Hi, everybody. It's the Farm and Garden Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Archer. Happy New Year. I guess this isn't my first show in 2023. I had a really fun show on my birthday two weeks ago. We did a call-in show. I got a lot of love. That was a lot of fun for me. And speaking of birthdays, my daughter May just turned six. Happy birthday to my darling, creative, generous kid, I love you so much, and I love being a Capricorn with you. Speaking of call-in shows, today is going to be a bit of a call-in show for anyone who's interested. Um, I'm going to talk about pruning, pruning fruit trees mostly, but we can talk about pruning of any kind. But before we talk about pruning, we're going to talk about something that's been going on in the KZYX community. I debated whether or not to talk about this, but I think it's relevant information. I'm not the first to talk about it, but maybe not everybody knows at this point. And again, we say it at the top of every show, we are community-supported, listener-supported community radio. We are a community, and for better or worse, communities are accountable to each other and deserve to know what is going on in them. So... Without further ado, if you've been following local news for the past week or so, you might have heard that KZYX Program Director Alicia Bales was recently fired. Uh, Alicia trained me. I like and respect Alicia a lot, and I was upset by the news, so just full disclosure, I am probably not the least biased person to talk about this, but I am going to try really hard to be um, fair and balanced, and I'm going to try to do a better job than Fox News does of being fair and balanced. Um, Alicia was with the station as program director starting in uh, 2019. Like I said, I really liked and respected her, so did dozens of other programmers, a lot of community members. Alicia is a really strong programmer. She has an incredible journalistic sense and integrity. She did hard stories that others might have shied away from. She was willing to put herself in the line of fire, as it were. She was also incredibly available to us as programmers. You may not know this, listeners, but most of the programmers you hear are volunteers, myself included. And that's wonderful. That's definitely part of what makes us a community. And also volunteer labor, you often get what you pay for, as I've said before, and we can be a lot. We can be needy. We're not necessarily up to date on the technology. Anytime I have to do a rerun or broadcast from somewhere else, I'm always relying on Alicia and the other amazing staff at KZYX for help. So... Yeah, having a program director who's really available to volunteers ha- was important for me. I haven't worked under a different program director, so perhaps that is the norm and not the exception, but I felt Alicia really excelled at that. We found out about Alicia's firing through an email to the programmer listserv, which is like a group email. And let me say the group chat, as it were, the group email has been going off this past week. Um, a lot of people have expressed their concern and dismay and sadness. 
a lot of programmers like myself are questioning, you know, not necessarily our loyalty, that's not the right word, but just wanting more transparency, which I'll talk about. And of course, there are a lot of programmers that even if they did and do support Alicia, understand that the show must go on and KZYX is bigger than any one person and it's been here for a long time and hopefully it will continue to be here for a long time. Um, so yeah, it, it runs the gamut, but I will say support for Alicia has been overwhelming. KZYX is an at-will employer. That means they don't have to provide us, the public, you, anybody, cause. Um, they also are saying, you know, it's personnel matter, so they can't comment on it, which I'm sure is true to, um, to an extent. They don't have to explain themselves, basically. The decision to hire and fire lays with KZYX general manager Marty Durlin. Marty is a very seasoned public radio journalist and manager. I believe Marty came from Colorado. She hired Alicia when she started as general manager in 2019. My understanding is that Marty had an agreement to stay on with KZYX for three years to sort of get the financial ship righted. I was not a programmer in 2019, so I wasn't really privy to that information. Um, I think that KZYX has been under really strong leadership, and so I don't have any reason to doubt that Marty has lived up to what she agreed to do. And she has indicated, Marty has indicated that she does plan to leave in 2023 as planned, but hasn't yet set a date for her departure. So that's been called out um, by many people that Marty's leaving soon and has left now this large gap at program director. We are also missing a membership director. Renee Wilson left, which was planned. We knew Renee gave us tons of notice and did an amazing job. And we're so grateful to Renee for everything she did at the station and like happy trails. Um, also, our new news director, Victor Palomino, recently quit because he got what sounds like a dream job at Radio Bilingue. So good for you, Victor, I hope that works out for you. But that means that we have three full-time positions open of a very small staff. And I will say, remaining staff, we love and support. Absolutely. There is no question that programmers and I believe the public support KZYX staff. Um, they work so hard keeping all the balls in the air to keep us on the air, literally. As an example, Rich and Eddie have spent hours in the cold, wet weather fixing the 90.7 signal this week. And I'm also sure this has been a really hard week to be a board member, and board members are volunteers too. So if you're a board member and you're listening, thank you for your service to the station and the community, and like, hang in there, I guess, because this has probably been kind of a rocky ride, and will continue at least until January 31st, which is the next board meeting, which is open to the public, and I will talk a little bit about that later. On Monday night's show, The Discussion, which happens twice a month, uh, Marty and KZYX board president Dina Polkinghorn, I hope I pronounced that right, took calls. That was this past Monday. I will say that was very brave of them. There were a lot of calls in support of Alicia um, and just one listener who was happy that Alicia had been fired, apparently because she took the show left, right, and center off the air. I don't know anything about that, but there was really overwhelming outpouring of support for Alicia. I would say Marty and Dina's responses were par for the course with what they had been saying in response to the programmer emails, which is that they can't really say anything uh, because again it's personnel issues and you know privacy a lot of people have called on alicia to speak out and i just want to say something that hasn't been addressed as far as i'm aware alicia is in a really hard position right now 
Alicia, you know, wants to be employable, I'm sure. I don't think she's a young person. She's not trying to retire. And so um, I, if I were Alicia, if I were in Alicia's shoes, I have not talked to her about this, but I would not want to speak out publicly about what had happened to me. And it's probably kind of embarrassing. And this has been very public. And here I am making it even more public. But the cat is out of the bag. So let's let's just keep talking about it. Um, anyone listening who needs to hire someone with Alicia's skill set and integrity, uh, you have my recommendation. And I think plenty of other programmers would give her a hearty recommendation as well. I will say that I understand personnel issues can't be spoken about, but what I and a lot of other programmers and a lot of callers have asked for is the policy and the procedure that led to Alicia's dismissal, and we have been stonewalled. Maybe that policy doesn't exist. Uh, they could just say that to us. Perhaps that's not something they would like to admit. And it's just been really frustrating, the lack of communication and the transparency around this dismissal, especially knowing that Alicia's very popular and I would say beloved by many programmers and community members, they had to know this was going to make waves and yet didn't have a plan to inform us, didn't have someone in place for us to, to take our questions to. I will say I have personally felt disrespected by some of the responses to our very valid questions and concerns in that programmer email list. Um, I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble here. I'm not trying to stir the pot necessarily. But again, this is a community radio station. And KZYX is very important to me personally. And I'm sure it's important to you. And I know it's important to everybody on that email list. I know it's important to everybody on the board and all of the staff. And we are stronger together and we're stronger when there's transparency and trust and right now that feels a little bit shaky and I think KZYX has an opportunity for transparency here and I hope that it is forthcoming. I hope that there's some transparency forthcoming. So as I said before, board meetings are open to the public. They start with a public comment section to find out about the board meeting and how to go. They're on Zoom. Go to kzyx.org, choose about, choose board of directors, and then in the right-hand column, choose board meetings. It's on Tuesday, January 35th at 5 p.m. on Zoom, and my understanding is that the Zoom link will be posted there the day of the meeting. So I'm going to open up the lines. If anybody wants to talk about this, please keep it respectful. Um, I'm not going to tolerate name-calling or mud-slinging. I will say, even though I was frustrated by the decision um, to fire Alicia and to not you know, have a lot of transparency around what happened, I will say Marty and Dina really took their lumps on the discussion show on Monday. 
Most callers were respectful, but the gloves came off a few times. Some people asked Marty to resign, saying she isn't a good fit for the station and doesn't understand the county. As a Mendo transplant, I can say it can be tough to be an outsider here. Mendocino is a unique place. It can be a little bit unhinged sometimes. And if you don't think that's true, maybe you haven't lived anywhere else. But Mendocino is not like other places. And people are real passionate here, and they will let you know what they think about you, and they will do that publicly um so yeah if you want to call in i'm happy to have any discussion that you may want to have but let's keep it respectful the call-in number is 707-895-2448 and uh, yes i know this is the farm and garden show and we are going to talk about some farming in a little bit but truth be told i didn't make a plan for my show today i was pretty shaken by this news and i've also had a big week i've got lots going on so um yeah i thought it was important to talk about and we do have a call hi caller you are live on the air hey thank you so much for for doing this i hope it helps clear people's hearts and minds um i just wanted to say i was very disappointed in the in the talk show the other night um I think it was disrespectful and wrong that Marty and the other woman were on there and not answering any questions. They, if they weren't going to answer questions, they should not have stepped into that space. Yeah, it was um, a little frustrating, it was, huh? It was frustrating and, and really wrong. It dirtied the waters even more. So um, that's what I wanted to say. And, and I wanted to say also that... Yeah, um, respect for Alicia is out there. I think she's done some amazing parts and pieces of getting doors and things opened at this radio station. There's uh, things that all of us don't like about anything that, you know, someone does. There's always something, but I think that she was amazing, and I hope that she finds the most amazing spot where she's supposed to be and be honored with that. So I hope so, too. That. And part of, I mean, I hope she can in some way or form come back to KZYX if that's in any way possible, but I realize that may be a pipe dream. Yeah, it may be, but wouldn't that be great if she stepped into that big spot that needs to be filled? Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Hey, yeah, um, I just wanted to say that I also was devastated by shockingly finding Oops. We lost you, caller. Are you there? All right. Call back if you can. <clears throat> Lines are open if you want to call in 707-895-2448. KZYX is absolutely bigger than one person and all staff deserve our respect and admiration. And Alicia brought a lot of really interesting programming to the table. Maybe this is that caller. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yeah, I was, um, I, I got cut off, I guess. Yeah, we the call dropped. Are you there? Yep. Oh, good. Yeah, um, I I started out saying that I was just devastated by um, Alicia being fired and by finding out so shock so suddenly. Yeah. I, yeah, and um, I just think that what she brought to the station in terms of her, I, mean, I don't know who all was responsible for it, but I just felt like while she was there, the station was blossoming and going in so many wonderful directions, especially the um, you know, bilingual stuff 
and all the um, the way she handled the coverage for um, COVID. Um, what else? <laughs> just I can't even say everything. She just left this really nice feeling. Yeah, I agree. And there have been um, programmers before that I was, you know, like <sighs> cringing over. And I, I thought, finally, we've got this wonderful, wonderful situation. If there's any way that these people can look into their hearts and feel like they made a mistake and rectify it, I think that'll be so important. I mean, we can dare to dream, right? I'm, they had their reasons yeah. for sure, but we don't know what those reasons are, which makes it a lot harder. Exactly. <laughs> they may be reasons. I mean, I, I can't, I don't know. I, I just have this feeling that it's a personal thing, not something that Alicia did wrong because I don't even feel like she's capable of doing wrong. <laughs> I mean, as <laughs> no, I can no, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. As my favorite teacher of all time, rest in peace, Mr. Al Johnston, said once, there are billions of people in the world. Not everybody's going to like you. Yeah, I know that. But and I think that I it could be that that could have been at play for sure. I mean, there have been times when I have felt like I just couldn't continue being a member of Casey Wex because some of the leadership was just so askew. I mean, I got on a couple of times by one program in particular, uh, or maybe he was the gentleman's, I don't know. But anyway, and, and, and it just took me a lot of um, time and a lot of my personal energy to get past that and realize the station is way more important than how I feel about this individual or that individual. But on the other hand, the impact that someone can make in, uh, and is making in a positive way is so important. Yeah, I agree. And I I've taken about the time. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank for you for the call. Bit. Yeah, my pleasure. Sure. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, we lost that caller. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Oh, that's amazing. Um, thank you. Um, this is Tim Gregory. Uh, who, who am I speaking to? This is Elizabeth Archer. Hi, Tim. Elizabeth, hi. Um, I, I just wanted to compliment you on summarizing um, events to date in the beginning. Thank you. Um, really well and even-handed and informative. Um, the only thing I want, I would really want to introduce at this point is the, um, the weight of responsibility that uh, a lot of people, not really so much the volunteers, but the volunteers too, um, the way that they each carry that responsibility. They believe in it. They shoulder it. They get paid for it or they don't. And um, the, the uh, everybody's on their learning curve. And, you know, it's a new situation. We've seen things in the past, but it's a new, it's new ballgame. Yeah. And um, so I'm, I'm sort of gaining hope that you're, you, I was so surprised to hear your uh, opening opening the lines to your show, um, and that the opening of the issues to the public to the uh, membership is, is really new development. <laughs> well, they did a show on Monday night, so I'm not breaking this story. No, 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 no. It's the process. <laughs> it's the process of uh, yeah. Um, transparency, really. Yeah. Essentially. I, yeah. We're trusted, we're trusted to discuss these matters uh, 
in a civilized fashion. And um, I think that's a good thing, you know, uh, how how much it's a product of um, management, I don't know, but I think it's a good thing. So it's, a, you know, it's all kind of an open discussion to this point, to my mind, uh, as much as everybody has feelings in the matter, that they have to reason through with the, uh, the fact of a corporation, you know, being in a corporation and uh, having a board of directors, um, having financial responsibilities uh, that are really, you know, <laughs> vital, vital to the services that we're all counting on from um, KZYX. Yeah. Well, and with the move to Ukiah, I mean, that's a huge expense and undertaking, and we need the community to help us finance that, and we need the community to to trust us, and I think you're right, transparency is the first most important step in that. Well, the the board and and, uh, and, um, staff took took the responsibility to push ahead on uh, uh, seeking out the funds to uh, secure the grants to continue to, uh, in fact, the pledge drive being uh, a, a, a sort of a, a thermometer or what now, a depth gauge, so that, um, you know, funds were forthcoming for the purchase. That, that's all kind of un- it was within the reach of the listenership to understand all these responsibilities. Yeah. And, I, and so I'm trying to give them some uh, sense of credulity. credulity and, uh, sure. I, I couldn't do the job, you know. I, no, I I, I, nor I. But, but we care. We, everybody cares. Yes, everybody cares. Everybody cares. And I think we ignore that at our peril. Yes. Yes, and if we don't, you know, show up, the Zoom meeting must would going to be a, a zoo as far as I can see. Because at least for the, you know, there'd be enough people to talk three minutes and uh, there till the morning. You know. Well, we'll see how they handle it. I will say that in facilitator training, you learn how important it is for people to feel like they've been heard and acknowledged. And oh, well, no, you've, you've had training. You've, you're, you're, a, you're a valuable commodity. I've had some. I've had some training, and I, what I have not felt as a programmer is acknowledged, and yeah. that that yeah. part is I feel like a, a missing for a lot of us, and probably I, I for the community we, at this point. I, I say we take the payoff the top. We, it's the doing of it that's the payoff. And that, that's so I feel like I'm, you know, if somebody comes in with a compliment or something, then, then I'm happy as a clown. Yeah. Well, I love doing the show. So thank you so much for your call and for oh, yeah. your contribution to KZYX, Tim. Thank, thank you. Bye. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Hi. Uh, just a, a listener. I listen a lot. It's I'm an off-grid listener, so all I really know is what I hear on the radio about any of this. Oh, so we're, KZYX is very important to you. It is. Um, anyway, um, one call came in on Monday night that I really liked, what the gal said. She said something about um, how about if uh, maybe Marty and Alicia could get together and decide, come up with a statement that they could both feel good about, that they could put out 
so that somebody would feel like they had a clue and were included, whether it's the programmers or the listeners or the rest of the board. But what strikes me is, is you know, maybe that would be part of a process, but a process that could be cool is all the board, all the pro- programmers, and Alicia and Marty all have a big old session, and maybe Alicia and Marty should have one first. But anyway, and then just flip and hash it out. And then maybe Marty and Alicia could come up with it because it's frustrating enough to to just go, wow, stuff like this happened. You know, once in a while it just seems like, is KCYX junior high? I mean, I've listened <laughs> since the first day the radio came on the air, you know, and um, it just, you know, I don't know. It's just not being done right. There does need to be an airing. It doesn't need to conclude, include the listenership, but I do think it needs to include the programmers and the board, you know, especially the volunteers, you know, uh, anyway. And then I do think there needs to be a statement that at least Alicia and the board feel good about that could be said, even if it's not much, even if it's vague. You know, and if there's some, like, rules that she broke, because apparently they had a mediation session or something before, so maybe it's about the same thing, you know, then, boom, the rest of the programmers and stuff, at least, there better be a list of the dang rules that can get you fired, and it sounds like it was two strikes you're out, not three strikes you're out. Yeah, we don't you know. know. What I mean? Right, we really. So there's some mm-hmm. things to actually do to address this. Yeah, and those are my ideas. Anyway, thanks for talking about yeah, it. Yeah, thank you for the call and for listening. Mm-hmm. Take care. Bye. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Um, hi there. Very briefly, I'm a former programmer and obviously a, a member and listener. KGYX wouldn't be there without the volunteer program for the listeners. And I just think that the listeners know. The listeners ultimately need to be informed. Don't get the listeners involved. But they're a very important part. And I think that the, um, you know, (laughs) everybody deserves to know to keep on wanting to support and be programmed. Need to know what the hell's going on. So, anyway, thank you very much for airing that. Yes, thank you for the call. All right. Bye. I want to address what the previous caller said. I think that, again, it would be really hard to be in Alicia's position right now. Um, Getting fired from any position is embarrassing, whether or not you're at fault or not. And also having this outpouring of love in a different way is embarrassing. And I really feel for her. I don't think Alicia owes any of us anything at this point. I think Alicia needs to the time and space to focus on what's right for her. And I wouldn't ask her to go into a meeting with an organization that has just sort of unceremoniously dumped me to put out a statement to help them recover from the bad process that this took. I think people sometimes get fired and there are good ways to announce that news and to handle that process when it's 
a public situation like this. And then there are not good ways. And I think there were a lot of unforced errors here. So, yeah, I just, I think, I don't think Alicia owes any of us anything at this point. And I, I hope that she's taking good care of herself. If you're just tuning in, this is technically the Farm and Garden Show. We're going to talk about pruning in a minute. I am your host, Elizabeth Archer. been talking about some um, unfortunate things that have been happening at KZYX lately with the dismissal of Program Director Alicia Bales and the fallout. And I am taking calls for as long as people want to call in. And then we're going to talk about pruning fruit trees. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Yes, hello. Thank you for the call. Um, I am just saddened that Alicia's gone, man. I, I've been listening to her forever. She was uh, a little ray of sunshine. I really enjoyed everything that she covered, uh, especially the COVID report. And I'm just, I'm, I'm saddened. It sucks. I, I, I listen to KZYX. That's really the only station I listen to. And I thought she did a magnificent job. And I hope, I hope some cages get rattled over this because it's absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. Though cages are rattled. <laughs> I, I, I can tell by the callers coming in, and uh, I appreciate your show. I, I don't know if people tell you that, but I appreciate your show. I love everything about farming and everything that you cover and the people you interview in our county and Thank you. across the world, and it's great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, no problem. Take it easy. Thank you. Yeah, take care. I think it's important to remember that community is messy and community is messy in every iteration. Families are messy. Community gardens are messy. Community radio is messy. Humans are messy. And to me, it's actually a sign of the strength of KZYX that this many people care and that this many people are calling. My phone is ringing again and that there have been close to a hundred emails in the last week over this in our programmer listserv. So I love KZYX and I think this is a sign of, of its long-term health more than anything, this support and interest in what's happening. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Yes, this is the first I've heard of uh, Alicia being fired. I think it's outrageous that the process is, um, there's a form and then there's the content. And uh, we need to be very careful because it's a power struggle. And there needs to be openness about why. You know, how this is being done needs to be addressed. Um, we're not a dictatorship. It's not fascism. And, and on the planet, Alicia has done so much to bring the Native American community's voice alive. And I commend her for that because it's a voice that's been missing. And I'm really grateful for Michael Hunter and the Pomo perspective that she's brought in and the bilingual. And if Renee's quitting, also, I mean, there's a power struggle and there's a void. And I hope to God that it doesn't, you know, uh, it doesn't become a, a commercial station. I mean, it's like, is there some, somebody on the board that wants to sell the station? I don't know, but there needs, there's something going on behind the scenes. And the, the listeners, I've been a listener for all my entire life since it was beginning. And we need to keep a bridle on the horse, for starters. 
you know, don't let it, don't let the, the means and ends are directly related. If you use unjust means, the end is not going to be proper. And there's a kindness and a respect that needs to be given to all workers anywhere, to all people anywhere. And I, this is the first I've heard of this. I heard somebody say that they were, you know, a programmer said something about they put their energy, in, you know, for Alicia. I think it was on a Friday, Sunday night, some night, a guy was saying, and I said, what, well, what happened to Alicia? And this is the first I've heard of it. I wasn't here for this Monday night discussion. Mm. But the, it needs, and, I, and also I appreciate the fact that you've opened up the airs during the day because I don't have a computer. So I can't get into the Zoom meeting. Right, right. And that's a form of, of, a, of distinction between the rich people that have computers or that are able to get in and those of us that are the masses of people you know, who who may not be able to access that leadership position. Yeah. And I don't know what the process is for hiring and firing, but I don't think six people on the board or five people or three people, whoever it is that's on the board, should not have the power to be able to just dismiss the voice of our radio station because it is our radio station. And Alicia has done an excellent job. I really appreciate the fact that she's an environmentalist, that she's been uh, integral in her walking, throughout her whole life and that she's brought a, a quality of concern and, and reflection in this community that we can't afford to lose. We need to have tremendous income for the future. And so I appreciate what you're doing in terms of opening up these airwaves. And it shouldn't be a Zoom meeting because it, the, the, I can't have the, I don't have the gas money to go all the way over to Anderson Valley from Willits or from Laytonville. You know, and so there these are decisions being made in private by you know, an elite, you know, by a spectrum of, of you know, who the board may be elected, but they still don't represent the, the, the listenership. So I, I thank you for bringing this out in the open. You know, like good compost, you got to aerate it. <laughs> you got to stir, stir the pot. And that's, uh, you know, let the compost come. But people should, people's hearts and minds should not be sacrificed, you know, for the power struggle. I don't know what the reasons are. But it needs to be transparent. It's no less than, the, than in Washington. We need to have transparency. We need to have, and the process, you know, how things are done. I wrote a letter to the editor years ago for the Kai Daily Journal about um, ends and means. You know, if you, if you have the feather circle, that's what we, how we used to solve problems in my family. You'd get a feather, and you'd hand it around once, you'd hand it around twice, you'd hand it around ten times. Everybody gets a chance to speak and have their, their words listened to until their, the argument is, is through consensus and through understanding. And it's not, this is a top-down decision. It's not a bottom-up. It's not a side-to-side. -side, and it needs to be corrected. Okay. You know, we cannot yes. allow KZYX, you know, board of directors to, to dictate to the rest of us who, are, who are, our, our leaders are, who are program directors, because she's allowed bilingualism. She's allowed the native voice. She's allowed the, she's an excellent, I think she's been an excellent programmer. I think and she too. has too, yeah. Thank you so yeah. much for calling Thank in you. and sharing your, your thoughts with us. Thank you. Take care. Okay, the lines have calmed down, so I'm going to wrap up this segment of the show, which has actually taken two-thirds of the show. I will just say once more, for those who are interested in attending the Zoom 
meeting, the board meeting, which is public, that is on Tuesday, January 31st at 5 p.m. They will post the Zoom link on the kzyx.org website the day of the meeting. I will say they have talked about having in-person board meetings again. It is tricky knowing what's right in a community as geographically large as we are. Do we meet in Philo? Do we meet in Ukiah? Do we have different meetings and different places throughout the county? So I, I know the board is cognizant of that issue. And Zoom is wonderful in terms of access for many people, but for people without a computer, not so much. Okay, we do have another call. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Hello. Um, I'd like to thank you for doing this show. I couldn't hear the discussion because the station was out. I listened to 90.7. I can't get the other right. stations. Yeah, that was and frustrating. It was, being, it was out because of the weather. Thank you, Eddie and Rich, for working so tirelessly to restore uh, it. I knew they were doing it. <clears throat> I've been a member since the beginning and I do feel that the members should have something to say. It's kind of like we're part owners or something. Anyway, I'll let you go. But thank you again for doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Otherwise, I wouldn't know. In fact, I've been calling Renee with another question about something else I'll, for two days, and I didn't know she was gone. Renee announced that she was leaving, I believe, this fall. So she gave a nice long off ramp. Yeah, I just missed it somehow. Yeah, so. no, sure. Okay. And her name is still on the website, and so is Victor Palomino's, and so is Alicia Bales. So I'm sure, as we all know now, KZYX is quite short staffed. So updating the website is maybe not top of anybody's mind, but it is a little confusing. <laughs> All right, but thank you for doing this. Yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't have a clue. <clears throat> All right. Thanks for the call. Bye. Oh, I was just about to play my song for my transition, but there's another call, and I'm just going to keep taking them. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Uh, hi. Um, thank you so much. I was wondering what happened to Alicia. Um I, I guess I just have one question. Is there something that we can do for Alicia uh, outside of hiring her? I mean, I could uh, send some money to her if I had a, uh, um, you know, someone that was in contact with her. Oh, what a generous offer. Um, that I think that's above my pay grade, but I, I like the idea and I like the, the kindness and the intention behind it. Do you have um, an email address? No, I don't. No. Um, if I hear of anything of that sort, any, any place um, where something like that will be happening, I will announce it on my next show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for uh, the. You're doing a you're doing a splendid job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, all the way through. I, I I just I think you're wonderful, and I think Alicia is wonderful. And well, I hope this thing, you know, mends. Me too. So, okay. Thank you for the call. Thank you. you bet. Bye bye. Bye. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Hi, 
uh, I don't know anything about the politics of. I don't know anything. Ooh, can, about I'm sorry. Politics. Hang on. Can you turn your radio off, please? Oh Jesus! Thank you very much. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but I have enjoyed Alicia's reports and her sense of humor and in in her participation in the doctor show and. I mean, she's a very special, clearly very bright young woman. And I think it probably is a great loss to the radio station, but she will find something where she will be appreciated. I hope so. I'm sure she will. Yeah, she is. Thank you, Alicia. And whatever happened, you're off on better trails. We'll send that good energy to her. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, that's all I got. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Hi, caller. Hi, you're live on the air. Hi, I just wanted to say that Alicia Bales did start a podcast today. Um, That's what she she just can't help. not being busy, right? It's called unmanageable. It, I'm sorry, it's called Bales. unmanageable. Yeah, unmanageable. Yeah, she, has, she has a sense of humor on top of everything else. With Alicia uh, Bales. Who, yeah, un- where unmanageable you, with Alicia Bales. Where'd you find this podcast? Oh uh, well, if you go on to Alicia Bales' Facebook page, you will see it there. The address is a little bit uh, long, you know, share.transistor.fm. Sure, sure. Yeah, but I think you can find find it through Alicia Bale's Facebook page, and that'll take you there. Fun. Thank you so much. Thanks for that scoop. Yeah, her first uh, thing that she put up today was kind of a thank you to everybody, and uh, and a and a sort of a picture of what she plans to do. It'll be, you know, on the scene news coverage and stuff, I believe. Cool. So thank, thank you for your show. Well, thank you for sharing that with all of us. All righty. Take Thanks. care. All right. If you want to hear from Alicia Bales herself about what she's doing, what's next, apparently she started a podcast today called Unmanageable with Alicia Bales. If you are Facebook friends with Alicia, you can find it there. I'm sure it will start to trickle out to the rest of us. Thank you so much to everybody for this discussion. I want to reiterate, I love KZYX. I consider it a critical pillar in our community. KZYX helps keep us safe and informed during emergencies. It's one of the best places to get local news. It has amazing programming. I personally love being a programmer. I love doing the show. I want KZYX to remain strong. And I think, you know, we we just need more transparency. It's community-supported, listener-supported, community radio, and we all deserve to know sort of as much of the inner workings as is possible. So we'll see what happens at that board meeting. There's a fire starting in my heart Reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark Finally I can see you crystal clear Go ahead and sell me out and I'll let your ship pay See how I'll 
Farm and Garden Show. I'm your host, Elizabeth Archer. We are going to spend the last 14, 13 minutes of this show talking about pruning. This is the time of year, y'all. It's time to prune your trees, your bushes, your shrubs, uh, your strawberries if they've survived this weather. So let's talk about it. It's the winter, the best time to prune because your trees are dormant. You can see the shape of them and it's nice out. I mean, super stoked about that rain. And also I'm very stoked about the sun that's ahead of us for the next 10 days at least. So we are going to talk primarily about pruning fruit trees, but we can talk about any tree that you're interested in. I also have a little pruning manual with me, and if I don't know the answer, I will look it up for you. I'm not a pruning expert, but I have had some training, and I'm very enthusiastic. And I think what's almost as important about pruning a tree is bravery. You cannot have fear when pruning a tree. You have to make decisions, and you should make them based on good information, but you have to commit to them. I think I give my husband, Carson, a heart attack every year because I always take some tree down to the quick, and he's convinced I've killed it, and it always comes back, and it's flourishing. And one day, honey, you are going to trust me. On my birthday show two weeks ago, I talked about the creator versus destroyer or destructor energy and how every garden needs both. You need someone who's going to plant a thousand carrot seeds and you need someone who's going to come in and thin out 900 of those carrot seeds. And I tend to be the thinner, which is the um, less common of the two. Most people would rather plant than destroy. So that is part of why I love pruning because it is a literal destruction of part of the tree in order to help the rest of the tree thrive. Okay, so first step, don't be nervous, have no fear. Especially if a tree hasn't been pruned in a couple years, it's probably going to need a major haircut. So your first priority is airflow near the trunk of the tree, the shape of the tree, and especially if it's fruit bearing, the angle of the branches. When you are taking a whole branch, all your cuts should be as close to the trunk as possible. All your cuts should be clean. You don't want any ripping so that that cut can heal. That means you need good, sharp shears. That's the first thing to start with. Get some nice, high-quality shears. Get them sharpened. If you're in Ukiah on Saturdays, you can take your shears to the farmer's market, and Scott will sharpen them for you for a very reasonable price. I don't know if Scott goes to other farmer's markets, but that's where I like to get my shears sharpened. Okay. Excuse me. The very first thing you are going to do, you're going to look at the base of the tree. Any branches sticking straight up from the ground, cut those. Those are suckers. You don't want those. Anything growing on the base of the trunk up to sort of the canopy where the rest of the growth starts, get all of that off. If it's just a little bud, you can usually kind of pop it off with your fingers. If it doesn't pop easily, get your shears because you don't want to create a rip. 
I find the popping to be quite satisfying. So that's what I like to do. That's also why this is a great time of year to do it because a lot of those trees are just now starting to have teeny little buds coming out. And if you can get them now, it's a lot less work than trying to get them later when they've leafed out and it's crowded in there and some of them are thorny and it's hot out. So don't delay. uh, Sorry, following my notes. Okay, next, cut any branches that are obviously dead or broken. If it's the whole branch, take it all the way back to the trunk. If it's just the top of the branch that's broken or seems dead and you like that branch, you want to keep it, just cut back to the first bud um, before the, the dead or broken part. Okay, your next target are branches that cross the trunk that crossed the tree that has to do with airflow if you have airflow at the trunk of your tree you're likely to reduce it reduces diseases and pests and it also reduces rubbing and friction and it's also just for the shape of the tree to make it more lovely so any branch that crosses the trunk of the tree cut that baby off then look for any branches that cross each other basically you don't want any crossing Again, airflow and rubbing and friction. Get rid of all of the crosses. Sometimes you're going to have to make judgment calls about which one to keep. But in general, keep the branch that is growing out from the tree at or close to a 45 degree angle. On fruit trees, those tend to be your fruit producing branches. So you're looking for a nice 45 degree angle branch in general. So for all of your 45 degree angle branches, cut any smaller branches growing straight up off of those. Those are, I think they're called water spouts. You don't want those. So just get rid of those. You don't want any of those. And then if your tree is too tall, and if you want to bring it back, go ahead and prune the remaining branches down to the height you want. As possible, make all your cuts just above a bud that is growing in the direction that you want. Um, So that's typically going to be out away from the tree at a 45 degree angle. Uh, Most importantly, you don't want those crossing back over the trunk or other branches. Okay, so what I've just described, especially on a big tree, is a not insignificant amount of work, but it is very important to keep your trees in good health. Finally, if you have the energy left over, and this is actually my favorite part, and especially now and into the early spring, again, when those little buds are little and you can just kind of pop them off of the branch, pop off all of the buds that are going to turn into cross branches or branches that will grow toward the trunk. So if you let those leaf out, if they're on the trunk or if they're like very close to the trunk and they're clearly going to grow inward, if you let those leaf out, you're reducing your airflow. It's making it super crowded in there. It's going to be really hard to see the shape of your tree. And so just do it now while they're little. Just literally nip it in the bud. Um, And that's kind of my quick and dirty guide to pruning. And I'd be happy to answer questions or have a conversation or look up in my little booklet about pruning any questions you may have. But my, again, my number one rule, no fear. You have to approach pruning with informed knowledge, but also bravery and decisiveness because you need good, clean cuts. The tree is not sad that you're pruning it. You are doing it a favor. You're helping it stay healthy. You're helping it produce fruit if it's a fruit-bearing tree. And you're helping you love it more, which the tree then also feels if you want to get into some sort of woo-woo touchy-feely stuff. So questions about pruning, give me a call 707-895-2448. 
I'd love to talk to you about pruning in the last couple minutes here in the show. And while I'm waiting for calls, I might just read a little bit from this booklet, which I love and consult all the time. It's called Pruning Trees, Shrubs, and Vines. What, When, and How? A Story Country Wisdom Bulletin. Um, Yeah, I don't even remember where I got this, but I love it. So, excuse me. A lot of people in the county... Oh, we have a call. Hang on. Hi, caller. You are live on the air. Hi, Elizabeth. It's Marissa. How are you? Oh, hi, Marissa. You're doing such a great job. Thank you. I have a question about pruning. I have a plum tree okay. that is very sad. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's one branch where there's like it appears to be sap leaking out from the base of the branch. Okay. Um, and it's a very large branch. And I'm concerned that if I just cut the whole branch off, that the tree will not make it. So I have fear. You Help have me. fear. I mean, that's okay. It's You have concern, I think. And that is important for our trees. Um, is it, how many main, like, large branches of this plum tree do you have? Like, this branch is number, branch number what of what? It's, it's branch number two of two. There's oh. one other. Okay. It's a big one, yeah. Well, how does the rest of the branch look? Is it healthy? Does it have sort of dead or dying branches? Does it have any new buds on it? Um, There are definitely places where I can see broken branches and things that could be cleaned up. Um, I don't see any new growth yet. Okay. Is there new growth on the other branch? It might just not be budding out yet. I don't think it's budding out yet. I think it will. The other branch looks a lot healthier. So sap is one of the ways a tree can heal itself. Um, so okay. it's it sounds like that branch is maybe in some distress. If I were you, I would do all of the other pruning. So get rid of all mm-hmm. the dead and broken stuff. Get rid of all the suckers, um, all the cross branches, and then wait and see. Okay. That's my that advice. But yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay, thanks so much. Yeah, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Hi. Hi, caller. You're live on the air. Hi there. I wanted to ask, uh, what's recommended for raspberries? Oh, that's a good all, question. All the leaves have dropped off my raspberries. They're looking rather scraggly. And uh, is it time to cut them off or what? You know, I have raspberries, and I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't think I do a great job with them. <laughs> so let me see if my book has something to say, which I'm sure it will. Um, my understanding is that you want to cut it back to sort of the main stick. Um, but here, here's pruning. Oh, no, that's brambleberries. Twice a year pruning, late summer and fall. In late summer, cut the canes that bore fruit. And now look pallid and brittle to the ground level. Thin the new canes to six inches apart. Remove any short and weak canes. Just before winter, cut back the canes to four feet in height. So I think you could get away with that right now. Okay. That's, that's uh, what the experts say. Cut them say. to four feet high. Cut them to four feet high. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Good luck. Okay, well, that went quickly. 
Um, thank you, everyone, for calling in and participating in the pruning talk and the talk before the pruning talk. I will probably be back in two weeks, and I will definitely be at the KZYX Board of Directors meeting on January 31st at 5 p.m. Thanks, everybody. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.